Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Real Debaters. I'm Michael Petro, your host and one of the debaters on the show. This week, it's another Real Talk, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I've got Aaron Dole and Steve Taylor from a couple of the previous episodes, some of the early episodes back in the living room. Uh, A couple things we talked about off the top of my head. We did a Star Wars review because it's the first time the three of us have been in the room to talk about it. Uh, We talked about accents and casting decisions and finding out if the actor can really nail it or not. Uh, We do the James Bond conversation about how Barbara Broccoli confirmed that James Bond will always be cast as a man and why she thinks that that, that's a good thing. And lastly, uh, yeah, we do star power. We took uh, we we took a look at a current actor and then kind of guessed, you know, why they would still be around in 20, 30 years and did a little mini mini debate before the end of the show. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what's on deck today. Uh, if you're looking to sponsor the podcast, I've mentioned this previously, uh, send us an email at the real debaters at gmail.com. That's T H E R E E L debaters at gmail.com. We got some really good first time, uh, sponsor pricing going on right now. So it's just a conversation. Send us an email. We can talk about it. Uh, lastly, Chris Skinner, Chris Skinner, Jimmy Skinner and Chris Stanton from the show. They run some great live comedy rooms around Winnipeg. So if you're looking for something to do during the week and you like comedy, follow us on Instagram. You can see all their stuff there. Then you can follow them and always know where they're they're doing their shit. Uh, I got nothing else. So without further ado, I'll give you the real and you enjoy the show. Two people I know that have actually seen Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. Me and Aaron went to go see it. Aaron, I'm going to turn the TV off because you are completely enamored by what's going on in front by of Paul you. Walker. By Paul Walker. Paul Walker's dreamy blue eyes. <laughs> yes. All right, we can't put a movie on in the background while we podcast. End of story. Um, but me and Aaron went to go see it together. Steve, you saw it what a couple weeks ago, like early January. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, all all my time blends together, so I don't know what I'm. Is that because of being a father, or is that? Uh, sure. Being yeah. a father, working in TV, you can't tell. It's all just things. <laughs> but I have seen it. I have seen it. Okay. So, uh, matinee probably. I know what Aaron thought of it. Let's start with your opinion, like just a brief overview of it, because we're going to break into another topic shortly. But it would be nice to just chew the fat on this for a second. Um, rating first of all, Steve. What would you out give it out, out of, of what? Out oh, of, out of ten. Out of ten. I don't know. Six, six and a half. And and defend that. Why? Uh, because I still enjoyed it. It still had parts to it that I really liked. I I really liked the the Ray Kylo story that was established in the first one. Um, it was insane. Everything happened. Um, <laughs> that's one way to put it, I guess. You know, a lot of that everything could have not have happened and focused on other things. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. I uh, decent. Uh, I I. <laughs> I don't want to out Aaron here, but I know that you you were so interested in it that you took four naps during it, I think, at some point. You had a really long day, but like I think you woke up and fell asleep at the most pivotal points. Is that safe to say, or did, did you have to go So he has no idea what I'm talking about when I yeah, say I Kylo think so, and Ray. Yeah, maybe, I don't line. know. Um, no, I um, 
can I talk spoilers? You can talk. It's it's been long enough. We um, on the show we it's a two week window and then otherwise no yeah spoiler alert for everybody. But uh, go on. Yeah, I um, I fell asleep uh, during the lightsaber battle. You know, in the second one, I suppose uh, it was like okay, familiar. They're not going to kill each other. So what the fuck? All right. We're still only only an hour and a half into this. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm jaded with when it comes to Star Wars. Anyways, but uh, I, I I woke up at the pivotal moment when um, Kylo Ren turned into Jesus and and gave his, his Jedi force soul power. his force power. Yeah, and transferred it to to Ray so Ray can you know become a hermit. Whatever. It's fucking stupid. I hate Wait. It. So you missed the shrug, the best part. What do you mean the shrug? The Ben Solo shrug? Uh, what? What? Yeah, what? <laughs> it's like the, my favorite part of the whole movie is the shrug. He's he's surrounded by his knights of whatever they are, oh. and then and then they do their little mind meld, and he gets this, he gets her lightsaber, and then he just is the little shrug. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's it. Shrugging a smile and then kicks her ass. <laughs> well, I, I I'm sorry, Steve. I fell asleep during the uh, best part. You missed my favorite line too. Uh, it was. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, they fly now. No, it was my favorite <laughs> line was stupid. "ow," like, like when he's getting the sh- when when, no, it's when he, he jumps and he ju- lands on a giant piece of chain and he goes "ow," Ooh, "ow." When right before his shrug. during one of your four naps. <laughs> uh, the, the point I'm making is it with, safe to say, sir, to cut you off? Yeah, no, that I did not see the movie. <laughs> you might. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's safe to say that you came with me and you were a great fucking sport. But the point I'm trying to make here is is that. It was the end of nine movies. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't we don't have to see another one, which is where I'm, I'm, the point's coming. But um, it's kind of an accumulation of of history, and you fell asleep during it. And I don't like Steve and me. I agree with Steve. Like I give it a solid six out of ten because it's very convoluted. They tried to fit way too much into a short period of time. And now knowing that the original script, Colin Trevino, is that his name? I, I don't know. That? I don't know much about this leaked script. Well, it's just it was his version of what what it should have been, and it was really good. It 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 had the original juice that Star Wars kind of like they, everybody's in a different point in the galaxy, which is mm. still in this one, but it just had a better teaming of the characters. It had more story. I I don't want to paraphrase it and and, and go into it without knowing it really, but. The, the point I'm trying to make here is is that we've all grown up with this and we're fairly, one of us napped and two of us are fairly disappointed in it. Tika Watiti has been, it's been released that Tika Watiti is going to be getting a Star Wars movie. My question is, should Star Wars take a knee, Aaron? Um, they should have took a knee after the prequels and possibly wait, I don't know. Like, like what was the lapse, the time lapse? I think the... the the last prequel was 2003 or 4 or something. So you want to you you think that we should have stayed at 4 5 and 6 and never done the prequels okay, or well, the prequels were the prequels were it, we, everybody should have been like okay well, enough's enough. Well, well the, I guess the interest was there, you know, like the products and merchandise, but it was 83 to 1999 is when th- that was the gap between the the original series and the prequels. And that those original uh, movies built lore and 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 inspired uh, like books and novels and and the role playing bullshit. Not for me, but uh, up to that point, I was I could literally say I was a Star Wars fan and I love Star Wars even through the uh, the fault of uh, Return of the Jedi, where 
you know, Han Solo had nothing to do for about an hour and a half and blah, blah, blah. But uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, so I guess what I'm saying is they should actually possibly just maybe give it a break for about a decade. Get that interest built up. Actually be methodical about what they're going to do next. And just not try to fucking cover familiar territory. It's, it's, it's the same fucking story again and again and again. The prequels, these ones, and uh, the original series. I will it's boring. It's 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 been done. It's it's like everybody's caught in a loop. They use the same story and they just go, okay, twenty years later, okay, fifteen years before. Is that what you're kind of getting? No, at? my 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 point is is shared by many. Um, as these are not original thoughts, but I agree with those thoughts. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I, I, it's it's you know, as we're humans, we we collect. We we're a little bit biased, you know. Everyone's biased. Yeah, definitely. Right. I I I'll forever defend something that people hate. You know, and vice versa. And, and you social justice warrior. I am a social justice warrior. <laughs> Steve, what about you? What do you, uh, do you think they should, like, with, with like, I mean, we talk movies, but okay, the Obi-Wan series, that's that's now put on hold uh, because apparently script rewrites are, are definitely needed. Kathleen Kennedy is all over this with a fine tooth and nail. Um, the solo movie, not that great. I think the only good one out of the most, the, the, the new three uh, is Rogue One. Rogue One, I absolutely loved because it pieced a lot together, right? It was it was a, it was a, a piece that was in between movies instead of obviously rebooting the series and then using, you know, I see you're holding your hand there, and instead of using the same story over and over again. But okay, Steve, what do you think? Like, take a break <laughs> of what? What was the question? <laughs> I <laughs> realized this. I kind does of... Star Wars suck or not? Is yeah, does, <laughs> does Star Wars need to take a breather, or can they continue with the, the momentum that they're obviously trying to to go with? One word. Reboot. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, no, no. If you're listening, do not. I'm not. Disney overlords of Star Wars, if you're listening, I do not mean that. Let's do reboot the it. reboot. Yeah. The well, reboot. it's it's just so evident now that like the $4 billion price tag that they paid to get the series, they're, they're obviously wanting to make their money back on that. But at what cost to the story, I guess? Because Force Awakens, yes, we can all agree, soft reboot. Um... The the last Jedi uh, went in a different direction. Still okay. Like three quarters of the movie was great. The ending was a little meh. And the whole angry crotchety Luke throughout the entire series. I mean, everybody wanted Luke to come back and be some badass. But yes, okay, it's been thirty years. He's probably slightly geriatric at this point. But Rise of Skywalker has nothing to do with the rise of a Skywalker. It wrote Palpatine in just out of nowhere in the first 30 seconds of like the movie. Like a thousand Star Destroyers. And a th- like, there's there's so many plot holes. Like, it it obviously... Out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. And where all the people come from? Right? You know, like, how has this temple not been found for years? Where all those British people come from to man those ships? <laughs> and, like, and why did they wait that long? It's like, how many? 10,000 Star Destroyers? Like... That's a pretty big secret to keep. And I mean... They can all like, kill a planet? Again, these uh, are... Th- Plot holes for days. Yeah. Anyway, the this the sequels are kind of pointless, actually, if you think about it, because they they follow a new set of characters, like it, it ropes in, like the sequels only rope in the past storylines, like the 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 original series and the prequels are all about sort of a continuous group of people that are related because it's all one family, which was a stupid decision, but it's all one family and how they grow, and then all of a sudden with these sequels. They just brought in new characters and then threw in the old characters to kind of be like, hey, remember, 
It's Star Wars. Yeah, no, remember I remember Luke. Remember Leia. Like they're hanging onto a legacy. Yeah, so, so to it's speak. like the sequels should have just continued, you know, with the Luke Leia Han story, almost just as old guys, and then have these new guys be the supporting ones. Grumpy or grumpy or old Skywalker. Grumpy. <laughs> or do or not call them sequels and have standalones. Like, like for example, if they weren't, if the like. The sequels, in quotations, could have been their own little trilogy with those characters in that world, you know, a hundred years from sure what happened before. I I, I just or you know it kind of just went middle of the road with it, which is probably the the biggest shame. Missed opportunities, is what you're saying? Sure. I th- I think they just stop cold turkey, just <clears throat> just stop. Well, it, they they I, like like we don't need Star Wars anymore. There's other things. It's not special anymore. It's not special anymore, and then you know you you, you got get Marvel kicking ass. You got like who need who fucking needs Star Wars anymore? It's, In a world of where blockbuster movies what, what, are, why the, can't Disney learn from Disney and just do it right? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking too. Recently, was where. Like, don't they talk to each other? Don't they sh- like? <laughs> are they Marvel like, and Disney? Talk? Are they in the same office, like across the hall? Can they just be like, "Yo, Star Wars"? I got a problem here. It's okay, a thing Marvel. Called, <laughs> it's a thing called social media. Have you been hearing the outcry as of late? Just slide into their DMs and talk to each other, guys. Just like, yeah. it's. But no, you you guys make valid points. Where like it is exhausted in share a lunchroom. <laughs> and I I just I walked into Force Awakens with with excitement. And hope and going okay, Disney, the big the big machine, they've got the money to make this right, and they did. Force Awakens, as much as everybody says, yes, I agree, it's a soft reboot, right? But it's a reboot to a story that we were familiar with, and then it takes these hard lefts and hard rights because apparently Ryan Johnson and and J.J. Abrams just didn't talk at all, like about any sort of creative ideas going forward. Because if you go that hard in two different directions, you'd think that these guys like they'd put them all in the room and go, "Okay, how do we how do we cap this properly?" I think the, uh, I think the uh, attend, uh, I think the, um... I think Rain Johnson got paid a lot of money just to try and ruin it. <laughs> the yeah, he was like, "They're yeah. gonna give me all this See money. how much we could fuck this up." For. Well, I, gonna... I, I think the third movie. What's it called again? Um, last, last Rise of Skywalker. Rise, 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 I know you fell asleep, but Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Rise of Ben Solo. The Redemption of Ben Solo. There's nine of these fucking movies. They all sound the same. <laughs> same titles. Um, which is good marketing, I suppose. You know, it's consistent at least. Branding. But, um, 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 I think they were trying to rectify Ryan Johnson's mistakes, and I, I guess uh, the fans' outcry of how they treated Skywalker and uh, Luke and blah, 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 blah. I, so I, I think there was a lot to rectify that movie with this movie. And so what I'm, what I'm saying, uh, what Steve's earlier point, they just jammed in, like, it was like a gigantic an apology. It was trying to wrap up the story. Let's bring back our everyone's favorite villain from the fucking dead. Right. And it's like, when it te- technically, after reading is he, a is, lot is, of... Is he, is he still, is he not dead still? Like, like they, they can rectify, they can... They can build. They can make him. You know, re- like uh, return. Like they just make up an excuse. That's, oh, it was the force. Uh, he, uh, his spirit went to a, a, a fucking uh, frog. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is that it was such a weak bring back where, like, the 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 secondary the first original script um, carried a a, a storyline where Ben was called to the planet where Palpatine was. Like it wasn't so instant in the story where like as soon as the credits roll, it's like, ah, Palpatine is back. It's like, fuck you. You just wrote this in. 
okay, like you're not marketing this movie to new Star Wars fans. You've got Star Wars fans that were 12 when the first three came out. Now we're in our late 30s, early 40s. These are the fans that you should be marketing to. So when you write something like that in so weekly, you you, you alienate your base, yeah. I guess is my, the point actually, I'm trying to make. Actually, uh, to, to what you're talking about, the um, the opening there, where I just brought off the bat introducing Palpatine again. I liked his little Frankenstein lair of like the laboratory. I'm like, oh, the kind of Snoke his, in like a case in the yeah, background. Yeah, his, his Snoke's yeah. and all that. It was kind of ha- it, it, it was fucking hammy, but I kind of enjoyed it. It, it was. Uh, I just, it, I don't it, know. It's a good idea. It was just badly placed where the original script had been like there was a calling to Ben, right? And nobody really knew who it was. And about th- halfway through the second act, that's when he finds the Jedi um, uh, compass, I guess we'll call it. I can't remember the actual name of it because so much in the fucking movie. W- 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 was that compass established from the previous movies? That com- or, well, that com- comic book thing or something. Oh, fuck off. In the comic books. And, and graphic novels. Apparently, Darth Vader left it in the down Death Star. When so they find it with their Goonie style. Ha- Did you guys read this Goonie style knife? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was for God. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was weird. Yeah. yeah. And oh, it at this very angle, in this positioning. Yeah. My what, if perspective, was, what if she was three steps to the left and did that? <laughs> no, no, kidding, just no, no, walk no, no, no. It was the Force of brother uh, there. Yeah, right. The Force told her to stand there. It's and not, then it's uh, not a plot hole. Or how anything. about how about like the shared Force? Like all of a sudden, a bunch of like r- like um you know forgotten stormtroopers on a planet all have the Force, yeah. and then Finn all of a sudden says, you know, I have the Force too. Like I thought the Force was was like a private club. Right, like you had to be special to get it. Now, which stormtroopers had the force? Um, that female that he ran into, she was also a fallen stormtrooper. What? You fell asleep. Oh, right? oh yeah, no, I thought you said she had the <laughs> oh, force though. I, uh, she's well, talking. That... They, they 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 heavily implied that something was growing inside all of them, and that oh. they could channel each other through the force because that's how Finn found them. Right, like they, they, there was like some sort of internal beacon that he was following. Which well, they landed on a planet and they came up to them. Well, yeah, but there, there is. I can't I, wait. Wasn't there a rumor that it was, it was that that fallen stormtrooper or whatever yeah. was Lando's kid or something? Maybe wasn't there was Ooh. a lot. Left well, he has a weird the, line going. Or just getting started or something. That's true. Her. Yeah, I like um, the deserted stormtroopers thing. I like that. I think I don't really get the whole new order thing or all that stuff. Like I think the sequels, if they left everything the same. The grand overarching background shouldn't be this new order fighting resistance. It should have been like an all-out galactic war with the remnants of the empire. Yeah, because if, if like the Death that. Star just blew up, that doesn't mean all these billions of ships and guys just stop. <laughs> they just appoint a new boss. Yeah, if if, if we know anything <laughs> and keep about keep going, like the way governments work. <laughs> yeah, there's always a second and third in command. Yeah, you just don't park just, everything. Okay, in the, in well, the oh, I guess we'll I guess we'll quit because I only have six million star destroyers and no Death Star anymore. Yeah, not no. Like no. if the story opened <laughs> up and it was like this civil war that was raging between remnants of the Empire and the New Republic, right as your backdrop. So well, kind of it could explain a lot of these like little things. Scale back the story a bit, like less of a grander picture. And yeah, this stop maybe... making it rebellion, scrappy stuff. But yeah. it's okay. Like, hey, we're trying to build something here, and but these they kinda, guys are trying to stop us. And... They kind of did that with Rogue One, and they fucking failed. I'm sorry. I know you liked the movie. I I just didn't. think No, it was, Rogue One was still know. rebelling against the Empire, yeah. which is why I liked it. But it also fits in like a. There's a lot of. It, what, it, I would have liked the Rogue, way they made it. I would have liked Rogue One more if it wasn't about the Death Star and if if it didn't 
act as a gap between the sequels, the prequels, and the original ones. I would love to see a full-on R-rated war movie set in that universe. That'd be I, cool. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Oh, like, Ashley, but the like a friggin' de- like Saving Private Ryan, but like with with actual memorable characters, maybe. Yeah. Like instead Real of just good characters, <laughs> instead of a lady that's like, I don't want to do this. Okay, I'll do it. Dude, and I'm a leader. Yeah, whatever. Fucking Mary Sue's. The, make 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 your characters complex a little bit. You know what I mean? <sighs> Fucking yeah. Ray. She let's, see a, let's see a Paths of Glory. Yeah. Version of Star Wars. They kind of did it a bit in Han Solo in the Solo one where he's like in the trenches. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That was my favorite part of that. It was where he's like, I'm a pilot. I shouldn't be here. It was like <laughs> trench warfare. Like that <laughs> yeah. was that was my favorite part. <laughs> Speaking of trench warfare, uh, everyone, you guys seen 1917? No, 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 I'm not yet. trying not to get yet. there. Not Have you seen yet. it? Aaron? Fucking a. No, yeah, it's good. How how are the one like I mean don't apparently even, don't the, even talk about it. You, you don't want you don't want to talk about it yet, Steve. No, uh, it's it. uh, Steve. You would. Cream your pants for all the long shots that uh, were featured in the movie. It, it, it's just, it's just, I, I, I love detail, and they did not miss anything. That's all I'll say about 1970. I have a question though, because Jimmy saw it, and a couple of the people at work have seen it. And is, does it really look like one long take? Like, can you yes. tell? I know they obviously digitally spliced it here to make it a long take, but there were scenes where it's just like, how do they fucking do that? Well, I know. It, 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 was, it was this camera following this conversation and they're walking past trenches and they're going in trenches and it's from uh, uh, the outside perspective or, or, or you're watching them and then the camera will turn around to their, uh, to their perspective, their viewing, and it was just done f- obviously digitally, but it was just this is flawless sort of transition, and it was it, it was like this opening scene. That's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, no, no, you know, it's so fine. Um, it was uh, it was it, it was a feast uh, feast uh, to the eyes. Anyone who likes war movies or movies in general, Steve, are you wanting to see it? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I just got to find time. The best time for me for movies actually are late shows once the kids go to bed, and I love going to Grand Park because I can just book my ticket and no one's going to take my seat and. I'll I can ask, come in last minute. And, I, 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 what I can compare it to is Dunkirk, and I think oh, I, I love Dunkirk, and I think I like this more than Dunkirk. I can Shots tell fired. you, I watched, I watched a couple um, how they made 1917 clips on YouTube. And I've avoided those because I just didn't want to spoil it. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't. I got sucked in after Jimmy said it was like he's like, if it doesn't win Best Picture, I'm going to burn my house down. I'm like, wow, that's a that's a pretty bold fucking statement. Uh, but there's when they when they go out of the that's, that's right show Hollywood <laughs> some dude in Winnipeg burned his house down because a movie didn't win a gold statue oh my god <laughs> next on TNZ oh okay let's, uh, let's support him on that <laughs> yeah Jimmy it didn't win uh, I'll should I bring the gasoline and you know how do you want to make this <laughs> accidental did, 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 did you do it over the lack of diversity no <laughs> Did she do it over the lack of inclusion with females? No. No, he just liked the fucking movie. <laughs> Isn't that good enough? <laughs> but no, in, in these clips I saw, they, they where they where they did the little editing tricks was if they left a trench and turned inside to go underground and it went to black, or if a bomb went off and smoke went up, those were the moments where they could trick you, mm-hmm. you know, a trick of the yeah, eye. Those are, yeah, those are, those are uh, old school tricks. I think, um, yeah, no, they, that's what they said. I think... Uh, Birdman did that too. I, yeah. I think if I were to compare it to, it was like that one long sort of take. If anything fills the screen fully for a second, like someone walking past, if they fill up the whole frame, bank, that's a cut. Yeah, it's freaking. That's how you I do. love it. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay, but so, uh, it's a good movie, and uh, just to go, 
you know, tie this all together. <laughs> What's Aaron's uh, rating for uh, uh, Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. A solid five. I yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Actually, I'm, I'm really surprised I said that. I was gonna I was gonna go for yeah, a four. I thought it was higher. I thought you would go lower. I'll say a five. It, it, like I I I do like uh, what's his face Adam Driver. Yeah, um, he's good. I like him. I, I think he was carrying the movie. To be to be honest, his character was carrying the movie. Uh, I I Ray is a, her character is not developed. It's, it's whatever. It's, it's rushed. My my yeah. my second favorite line was the callback to. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. When he looks like Dad, he goes, "I know." Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that was pretty good. I was I was awake. That was pretty I, was, good. I was awake for that. Yeah. I was awake for that. That was like that right was just the, yeah. that was just enough nostalgia. Remember this, but without being completely On like smashing you in the face with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, like, it, it was like it wasn't oh, like okay. it wasn't was like good. Lando saying, "Hi, it was like, <laughs> oh, it's Lando." Everyone clap here, yeah. monkeys. I uh, I liked clapping this, seals it, with my six out of ten that I give it. I I I really liked the movie. It was action packed. It was it was full of twists and turns and what the fucks it, for for the lack of what they did throw in that was too much on a your face. Cavalry charge on a star destroyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking World War One. What, what were those? What were those things they were on again? They were like a Fuck, thro- that was a like, throwback to Empire too. Like, uh, or the freaking last movie where they also run around on horseback. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's, f- it's fucking like uh, trench warfare on in like Spaceland. And like, what about the kid? What the at, fuck? Like the kid at the end of Rise of or uh, the Last Jedi? Like the kid who's playing yeah. with the mop? Like that yeah. never came back. Like there was no. Oh, like, the the Casino World. Yeah, yeah. you know, like the, just so casino many. Casino World. Like, <laughs> what Mario Brothers? Yeah, the Casino World. Fuck you, establishment. <laughs> I was, oh my god! But you Benicio del, del Toro for can, just being oh, there for some reason. It was a little weird. And Captain Phantasm that just died for Did no she, reason, even though she was like super cool. But yeah, she, happened to her. She was built up as a fucking badass. She, yeah. she was built up to be like, uh, you know, like a uh, 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 what? Uh, uh, well, she could have been Han Solo's the- Chewy to to Adam Driver's. Yeah, she could have been. Know. She could have been uh, a New Hope's type of Darth Vader. Right, like yeah. the dog on a leash type enforcer, or fucking uh, a Wes to uh, Lord Humongous in uh, uh, Road Warrior. Sure, I don't know that good enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kind of shut up. I was like, I'll let him go off on that. I one. really want to talk about Road Warrior some <laughs> one of these days. I, I I love that movie. <laughs> I I love Mad Max the, uh, the series and, and as a whole. Anyways. Two days ago, I saw a vehicle that had hauled that tanker. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. Uh, my my question is, and I is that okay? So, authenticity in acting acting is about acting, right? It's about portraying something. But where do you draw the line? Where? Let me rephrase. I was trying to segue into do you demand that your actor is authentic in all ways, shape or form, or are you okay with them stretching their abilities because that's what they're hired to do? And I was bringing it up with, with accents, right? It's called acting. acting. That's the point of what I'm trying to get at is that you have to consider 
certain choices when you're casting somebody, but at the same time, you have to go, okay, this is acting, right? So can you find the best person for the role? Sure. Should you include more than just their skills? Yes, but there's some choices that are, okay, they have to act this out. And there's other ones where you can cast them properly, where it brings up Steve's point of like, okay, Asian is the roadblock or whatever the race is. That's where you've got to be like, all right, we can't cat. Like you can't, you can't paint that white, right? You should be looking for a specific person in that role. But uh, I think, I think there are some parameters should be set, yeah. but I don't think it should be uh, uh, to the T and, and limited as far as, uh, this movie is a bio on a uh, one-legged uh, 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 lesbian um, who was 45 years old and was of mixed race. So we have to, we have to like you okay, have to find that. We, we yeah. have to find that, and and God forbid she, if if she uh, is um, a, a quarter black or, or for that role, and and it's it's the fact is having this conversation is it's 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 infuriating, and and it's and I. I don't know. It's it's just, it's it's an interesting topic. I I don't know where I I lie with it. I see the points from that perspective. I, yes, I think more movies should feature primary roles for Hispanics, Asian Americans, uh, 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 people of mixed heritage. Um, but where a, do you draw the line at acting versus casting? That's what I'm, that's the whole point of this. Yeah, is that yeah You can only include so much in your choice to cast the person, and then, and then you have to rely on their toolbox to take it the rest of the way. But like, for example, when they made the Harriet Tubman movie, that's out. Okay, some director and some producer from like ten years ago thought casting Julia Roberts as Harriet fucking Tubman was a good idea. That's how fucked up Hollywood is. Yeah, I agree. They thought a white person could play a black person's role. So finding the best black person, best African-American to play that role is your job. Is that actually right? a fact? That's a fucking fact. Oh, that was Jesus. all over the news a couple of weeks ago and <laughs> all the entertainment news. It was the most ridiculous um, thing I'd ever heard. Uh, there was a conversation with the context my... of that story. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. I was, I, was just, I was just talking with my girlfriend about the, uh, the casting uh, for the live-action Aladdin movie. Excuse me, boy, where's your boss? Help me out here. Where's your boss? If I was going to talk to myself, I could have just stayed in the lamp. Hello. Use your big boy voice. And uh, I remember um, she was kind of rolling her eyes at it, but it was also, as a person of uh, 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 Pakistani origin, she was just like, oh, uh, this this is uh, uh, Arabic. You know, like they should have Arabic actors. That's, what, that's, that's and, exactly but, what I'm getting uh, at. The, 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 the lead actress uh, played Princess Jasmine, and her background is um, um, of uh, um, Bengal Indian and half-white, and she's English. Uh, the, the other guy, I think, I believe he was, don't quote me on this. I think he's from I, Toronto. I know I think, that. Well, he's, from, he's from Toronto, and, he, and, he, and he, I think he's also of Indian descent. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, there, and there's like, there was like a, people were up in arms. I'm like, they should be cast by Arabic uh, actors. And I'm like, it's just like, okay, I see your point, but Steve coming from you know? like coming from a film background, like what is the drama? Like you don't have to out anybody here, but like it, when, when casting decisions are made, like, is there an equal balance? Because that's the big thing in Hollywood right now is that like inclusion, 
making roles for everybody who can anybody who's talented instead of just whitewashing it to death because that's just getting it's wrong it's boring and there needs to be a change i think i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm, sorry, I, I'm just laughing i have no idea i'm not i, don't work I know you're casting. not in casting but like just just from like i build i build schedules and make sure people are doing their jobs okay yeah. i think i honestly, i honestly think hollywood and, and this notion of of this ex- exclusivity and all this i think hollywood's trying to make up for what they've been doing wrong all these decades it's a slow process but yes i i i I think it's it's coming from it's coming from a good place i truly believe but there's there's ways to kind of actually bring it to the you know this 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 to kind of introduce it i I think i think it's it's just i think uh certain movies and certain uh initiatives are I don't know what I'm saying. It's it's just uh, it's, no. I, I get what you're saying. Like there's there's a proper there's a time and a place and a proper way to do it. Sure. And if you don't do it right, it just looks like you're forcing it. Is it, that what it, you're saying? It looks forcing a uh, force upon which you're going to get insincere. Insincere, and it also looks um, uh, people don't like shit jammed down their throat, and and you're and you know certain people are going to take offense to it. You know you're you're going to offend everybody. For example, uh, you know in Endgame, Marvel's little nod to the fact that when they were doing the uh, the the talking circle five after the five years after the the snap joel russo's playing the character and he makes mention that he went on a date and he references it's a he now that is a huge leap in disney and marvel universe's world because they're mentioning he and disney's base demographic is a lot of religious families so they can piss off a lot of people with that but that's awesome that they did that because that's the attempt that's the starting ground right and now they're also talking about introducing homo um, homosexual characters actually that was actually falsely falsely reported i remember like oh there was a feature it's you know a disney movie and i think a star wars movie featuring a lesbian kiss i'm like oh okay what Who's coming out of the closet? What established character do we know? And it turns out it's it's some background actress making out with uh, right. It's like a, okay, a, a C line character or whatever it was. I'm like, oh come on, you can't do that just to check a fucking box, yeah. right? Like it's got to be. In we the did foreground. our due diligence. We, yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Like let's let's see it. Pat ourselves in the back. Like, fuck you. No, it's not. Yeah, no. Make that's... a statement. If you're going to make that statement, make a fucking statement. Don't fucking blanket it like like that. You know what I mean? Totally. That's stupid. It is what it is. But like to my original point, when you guys know that, like, okay, um, let's say Idris Elba is the perfect example of a guy who can hide his accent really fucking well. Like he did it amazingly on the TV show The Wire. He's done it great in a lot of other movies. But when you have an actor on stage and you know that the accent isn't true, does it bother you? Do you want that person to... Like, like prime example would be Robert Downey Jr. in Doolittle or Sherlock Holmes, right? He's got a Welsh accent in Doolittle. He's got an English accent in Sherlock Holmes, and then he's Tony fucking Stark. Do you want that person to have the traditional accent done, or are you okay with them stepping on it a little bit? I'm going to start with Steve because he's been okay. sitting here quietly. <laughs> What? Oh, oh, there you go. Um, See, yeah, now he's back. He's been taking a nap. Apparently, we're as boring um, as Star Wars. <laughs> well, it's my chance to take a nap. Um, no, I, I it, okay. All actually, your entire past five minutes or so of conversation all depends solely on story tone and the point of it. Okay. So, if it was a comedy, then no, it doesn't matter accents. Okay. Right, but if it if it's, if they're playing a specific character that does have an accent, go for it. Like, be use the accent. Yes, no, because that's part of that 
that character, especially if they're a true character, they're part of that character's identity and just, uh, don't establishment. Go, just don't go full Kevin Costner in, in, in Robin Hood. Well, don't, <laughs> switching, don't, switching. don't go full Kevin Costner as meaning don't go halfway and just go, this is hard and stop. But then there's, <laughs> then there's the really weird thing like Valkyrie where Tom Cruise, but that, they but start that movie, in German and then it eventually all of a sudden breaks and becomes English. And then there's multiple accents in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. Should he have a German accent when he switches to speaking English or are we just supposed to be okay with the fact that he just starts speaking with his normal accent? I don't know. Those are choices that he and him and the director have to make. I know what I'm getting at though is does it ruin the movie for you if the accent stops? I'm well, personally I'm horrible with accents. I can't even tell like Australia from New Zealand apart really. (laughs) Um, But that's actually kind of, Pretty fair, Steve. Some Irish and some some Irish and some Scottish, unless it's like really thick. Actually, you know what really throws me off? Like South South American accents. Like, like it's like it's, it sounds like English, but they're, I know it's like there's they have that Dutch dialect. Oh, like South Africa? What did I Africans? say? Africans? What did I say? You, you said, said South, South America. America. Oh God! I was like, yeah, you're talking Brazilian about Afri- accents. You're talking about fuck Africans. you up. <laughs> there's a there's a there's an Africa. Like you're talking Leonardo DiCaprio Blood Diamond, aren't you? Yeah, bling yeah. bling bing. instead of bling bang. <laughs> uh, yeah, another movie with uh, with American actor uh, playing uh, uh, well a South American, South African. <laughs> That's okay. Wherever you a white South African. I'm not gonna argue your map. There's one right behind you if you need <laughs> reference. Um, um, I, I thought he did a, a good job, but if you were to ask a, a South African, they'd be like, "Oh fuck, the dialogue is completely off." It's, it, I don't know. It's, it, but, but that was his research, and that was, I think, he did to the best of best abilities. But also, well, I'm sure there's a lot of South African actors that could have easily played that role, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but are they are they names, right? Because the name yeah, is what yeah. puts the asses in the seats. So Robert Downey Jr. as a Welsh Doctor Doolittle is going to hopefully pay off the hundred million that they they're going to lose in the movie theater. Um, it, or would it be better to find a Welsh actor? Right, who's a no name, who nobody's going to show up for. So those, the, and I guess Steve, these are the decisions you're talking about when they have to sit down and figure this shit out. Is that an assumption, or is that kind of correct? Yeah, when it comes to accents, that would all be a choice between the actor and the director on what they're going to go for, and then at some point they're either going to get it or not, and that's just what they got to do. Accents, though, people don't tend to care as much about as skin tone and color and, yes no I, and I, physical features because those things can't be changed right yeah mm-hmm. so accents it's like if someone failed on their accent but tried for it cool it's 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 more malleable you know than like uh like like a like like you and your skin tone and your yeah and your audience too like if the if the audience is north american and the guy is supposed to be trying to do an african's accent but can't do it right no one in america is going to care they can't tell the difference unless you're a crazy movie snob who's demanding, you know, like a better job or a better casting, like like me. Like when I hear when when I hear Hemsworth in uh, the Moby Dick remake, and he's just stepping all over a Boston accent, and like every third word, his his Australian accent is like slipping out. I'm like, you put him here because he's Thor, not because of his talent at accents. So either get him back with the dialect coach, or you know, pull in some, like get Mark Wahlberg, right? Like, it, I, I guess I, I'm sitting here as as a as a yeah. You know, but a, if it, the accents what throws you off, there's other problems with the movie. 
if you're sitting there and going, oh, his accent just jumped, there's something wrong with the movie. Not necessarily. What do you, what do you mean? Well, because you're paying attention to the the accent, not to what's oh, fucking going on. I get it. Okay, so okay, <laughs> you're not connected yeah. to the movie. You're not emotionally uh, involved. You don't care, and so that's when you start noticing. Interesting. Shit like okay, so Mike, uh, Mike's head cocked like a dog, and so did mine. At that, I was like, <laughs> what "Please, what? Yeah, okay, elaborate." Well, yes. It's because you're not watching the movie anymore. I, yeah. I, I, like if the movie was good, you would not noticed until someone brought it up who didn't like it later and you go oh yeah because you'd be so wrapped up in the story but like, what if it, but what if it was uh, mm, okay i uh, mean if okay. it was really off or something well what if sure, it wasn't like, like 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 for instance was he trying to spear a whale at that moment or was he having like a one-on-one conversation just to kind of like establish a, a, a context i don't have like a scene per se but i do vividly remember when he's being shipped off on his new ship and he didn't get his captain's uh detail he's talking with his wife and that's where it's just all over the map it's boston australia boston australia oh. so but you do make a good point steve if the movie's great in like 90 percent of it. all the other aspects you'll forgive it or forget it or not even notice it mm-hmm. So, but I, yeah, okay. I, I did like that movie for whatever the fuck. Do you remember the movie I'm talking about? Yeah, it's called. In the Heart of the Sea. There it is. I don't know. That just Heart of, the Heart of the Sea, which is the tale of Moby Dick. Was it, a, a, like, like, I never read Moby Dick. Timepiece. Was it actually a, a direct? It's based on the, the book. It's based on. On the book, not on the novel. The, the no, story the, the, within the, the novel. The, the story within the novel, The White Whale, Moby Dick. But the, what, ugh, actually educate me here. Is it, was it actually based on a, a, a like true, true findings? It's true based on his time on a whaling ship. Yeah, it's ship. based on whaling, just oh, life at sea. Yeah. Like, but the story is fictional. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah. I, I, I keep going back to the... The, with an officer in the novel and the Gregory Peck Moby Dick. Uh, movie <laughs> no, no, not that one. That, 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 that fucking image stood with me where he was just like harpoon to on the whale's back oh it was like fuck that's speaking of weird whale movies did you guys ever see the movie orca Mm. yeah fuck yeah that's so bad like that pregnancy scene is hard to like that goes up there in like top 10 hard scenes to watch for me like when he's like are we talking about orca that's just awesome like orca the movie where like the orca like haunts him up to the arctic and like because he killed the fucking terrible yeah it's a horrible movie but like that one scene where they're like <laughs> pulling the baby on board and it's crying yeah, and the mother's yeah. oh my god and like the shots of that angry eye or did you ever see it? Steve? No, no. It's um, it's uh, it's it's not as good as Jaws. I'll say that. No, no, it's, it's not. Oh. No, not but if it's good. almost but, as good, it's still pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think we've got differing opinions here <laughs> on what almost uh, good. Well, means. no, I, I haven't seen it. But. Actually, I'm more of a Piranha guy myself. I love Piranha. Yeah, Piranha, Piranha, like the remake, the Piranha 3D. P- Piranha, the spawning. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Actually, James, uh, a factoid: James Cameron actually took over director uh, directing original. duties on hmm? the original one. Or is it was it the original or the second one? Oh, I don't know. It's one of those original oh. era ones. Okay. Roger Corman esque ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was doing practical effects and then like second unit directing. Then he became the, like, all right, the I think the original director just. Yeah, because he just like quit. latched onto Roger Corman and just took all the jobs from everybody on all those Roger Corman movies, and that's how he <laughs> came up through the ranks. He just overtook a movie after movie after movie. Yeah, it sounds like he was like really tough to work with and very demanding, and uh. just like would take over if there was like a, a an opportunity to like 
usurp and take over, like bang, <laughs> he was in there. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was Game of Throning it before yeah. Game of Thrones was yeah. a thing. Like, do you remember that scene in Aliens where 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 I I I think it's 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 still a fucking killer shot. It's where that the the face hugger is. Is, is scampering um, across the floor. scampering across and she's skidding backwards and it's coming for you and it leaps right at her and I'm like how do they how do they fucking do well, that well they get the shot of it leaping and then they get the shot of her no. POV looking at it leaping at her like not quite don't step on my story <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fucking no no they, they filmed it in reverse yeah. Okay. So off it, the face. Yeah. And it's then just roll, like, okay. It, it, yeah. It, like just watch a scene and it's just like it's like how they fucking do that. It was it, it was like anyways like like. He was directing, like, that wasn't his fucking call. And it was like, uh, he was like, he had, a, he had problems with the English uh, um, um, uh, uh, um, uh, special effects team. And he was like, how do you, how do you guys fucking get into this business? You guys stink. This is how you shoot it. You sh- I will shoot it in reverse. This is how you do it. Because, like, I think they were testing it out. And mm-hmm. so it's like, not you, working, guys, not working, you, not working. you guys are fucking idiots. And, of course, he's, he was a bit of a tirade because he was like, he, you know, I, I did, you know, I did Terminator. I know what I'm fucking talking about. Five million dollar budget. Do you think when uh, when he was done every movie after that, at the end of the day, he would just be like, "I'll be back tomorrow." Oh, I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I think in his head, he became king of the world. But I'm bumpy. That's a terrible <laughs> fucking joke. Thanks for thanks for the punctuation there, Steve. Uh, you know. Okay, uh, I, I got, got quick, your back. I got a quick question for for all of us here. It is award season, right? The SAGs are done. The actor or the SAG actor is done. Awards. The Golden Globe is done. Oscars are on the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you watch them, Steve? Not really. Not really. No, okay. I don't even know. <laughs> I love industry awards. Talk to me about it. Okay. Well, no, actually, but this is this is good for know. Steve. Sure. I mean, it's cool. It it is just a big gussy fest of everybody patting each other on the back and thanking their gods and all that shit. Like, but so the, my my question <laughs> here is is that like, what would make them better? Because it sounds like Steve doesn't like watching them. So like, what would pull you in? Because they're not they're not doing a host again this year. They've realized that no host obviously allows for more time. Right? You can give like, people can give their they can do longer speeches. They can do longer montages or dedications to the to the people who've passed away and all that. But what would make an award show really tick for you, Steve? Just off the top of your head. Like the Oscars? Oh, any award show. Like a running theme between them or... I think for the Oscars, it's such a small group of people who pick the movies that are the best. And the movies that can can be considered for as the best have a very narrow um, margin to get <coughs> in. Like they, I think the rules are like, in order to be considered, you have to play in a studio in a... In a theater in LA for two weeks it's a three month run 90 or, days or something like that it's and ridiculous. then and then only 7,000 people choose out of the movies that play in LA and then of course there's all that campaigning because it's all bought anyway yep I, I the best thing the Oscars could probably do is just blow that shit up and just be like okay let's have a like uh, it's new age new technology let's have a million people vote on what's the best movie anywhere mm. so you think <laughs> allowing the public maybe to vote or more Not people in the, the public, vote. but at least people who know shit, like let, let every, like, like, you know, open it up so that anybody can vote in any movie that played As anywhere. A, so expanding, like, which is the, know, nom- the nominations to like sure. from five to 10 didn't do it for you. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, I mean, five, 
uh, huge budget movies to ten huge budget white savior movies. I don't know. Choose your pick. Which white savior movie do you want to win the Oscar? It, it, he's this right. Year? He's right. No matter what happens, they either forget women or they forget color or they forget special we, interest groups. Which, like, are we talking about Green Book here? Period. No, we're piece. No, it's just this is what it is. Which uh, period biographic period piece biographical white savior movie do you want to win this year? I don't even know what the nominees are. Historically speaking, <laughs> it's 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 one of those seven things right. that just came out of his mouth, no matter what. And it's because it's 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 a private club. If you brought in if you brought in like okay, let's say Steve, like independent movie makers who aren't on the academy list, if you brought in sure. industry types who know enough that their opinion matters. Yeah, I don't know how you pick these people. Not the public. The public's stupid. The, okay, like, so no we're, pu- we're, stupid. We're, we're we're fucked up. Um, yeah, we don't know what we like. You're gonna get Friggin', you know, Pootie Tang. No, you'll get, <laughs> you'll get, fast, you'll get the Fast and Furious Best movies. With, the Fast and Furious movies would clean up every single year if you let the general audience pick. Okay, but, yeah, because they yes. like to be entertained. So you have, like you still have to have a cutoff of people who know what is subjectively good move, filmmaking and know the from art an editing and a sound and a production sure. perspective okay. but definitely yeah. open it up and then open up the, your ability to select which movies don't like it's okay i have this movie it's an amazing movie it's the best movie in the world <laughs> doesn't mean i can get it to play in la for three weeks exactly like, not everybody has the funds <laughs> and the power to do like, so you know it might be the best the best movies ever made we've probably never seen or heard of I, I yeah. agree. Some of the best right. movies so. I've ever seen are ones that I you trip on. Although right? you know what, with 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 these award accolades and and all that, um, which it's not about the award, it's about the work. It's it's about the work. Anyways, quote, uh, what I was I'm, I'm bringing up a specific movie which I really got my interest. I, ha- I haven't seen it, but from what it's from from it, it's, it sounds like something refreshing and different. I'm I'm referring I'm referring to uh, Parasite. Sure, yeah, I want to see that. I, but but through these awards. Uh, and these accolades it's been receiving, I probably would never hear, uh, even mm-hmm. hear of it. So well, and it, it, it's here, it, the, that's not. It is an outlier. It, it, it's an outlier, and that's not a sole purpose. I understand, but the thing is, like honestly, if uh, nineteen seventeen didn't have so much accolades, and you know that, that you get your, you might miss it. Uh, you know, it, it may just be buried over. I'm like, oh, I don't know those actors and all that, but uh, well, Sam Mendes is, is a very. Uh, well, you know Sam Mendes, right? Yeah, yeah, there's the name, right? It's always a name that gets you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's it's going back to like um, maybe a great story like Blood Diamond, right? If if Leo wasn't in that movie, would I see it? That's but you know that, I mean? that's half the reason you cast somebody, right? Is yeah. will people they know his body of work, so they'll come for it now because they know that you know nine out of ten Leo movies, even The Beach, will make you happy, right? So. Um, but the the director has been on like I've been watching. I watch the Sags. I watch the Globes. Um, and at the Globes, I will mispronounce his name. I know his first name is either Bo or Boone. Um, but he mentioned a really interesting thing. He said once people get over not understanding the language and relying on the subtitles, your world of movies opens up. I love subtitles. I love fucking subtitles. Shauna got me hooked I, on I know. subtitles. I, I got hooked on them just because of like babies. Because you got crying in the background. Or and, noise. Well, you no, know, you just can't have noise because they're sleeping. It's like okay, quiet. But but you get so much more. Like I like uh, if the t- if the subtitles are timed wrong, then it's a little like okay. Well, now that 
seen as kind of a wash, but I love subtitles. Subtitles I, on everything. I used to hate it because it's it's covering up some of the, the framing and all that. But Nadia, Nadia got me hooked to it, especially with movies I've I've previously seen. I'm actually you miss things, right? It's like oh, that's what she said. She said it in, in such a, a, a haste, or, or and it's like oh, okay, that's what she meant by that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like necessarily watching movies I have never seen before. I like to observe it how it's meant to be shown. Uh, shown. Uh, but movies that I, I may have watched in the past and I wanted to actually examine it more, I, I definitely, yeah. I'm, I'm all for sub-fucking titles. Yeah, it's also, it's like reading and hearing are using different parts of your brain. So you're exactly. also receiving new information that you are you would have heard but maybe not have absorbed or fully understood. Yeah. And with, a, with, with accents or, you know, change in language and, and all those things, you're right. Like I, I will. I have. I've been like, wow. That's what was said in a movie yeah. from ten years ago. That now changes my whole perspective in the scene. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like, it's like singing a song wrong, right? And then someone corrects you on it, and then you find out that the whole change, like that one line in the chorus, makes yeah. the song completely fucking different. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I, I, I. I guess we all haven't seen Parasite. It, it's now being turned into a TV show. What? I think Amazon's gonna. Uh, option it for a TV oh. show. It, it, it's it's essentially about like the it's, poking, it's about a family that moves it's in poking fun at the class system, right? Yes, very much so. It, it's it, about a family that moves takes advantage of another family, and it, it's it, I guess you could say it kind of has a little bit of the talented Mr. Ripley in it, like oh, class okay. jealousy and. I'm know. also kind of getting a crazy uh, rich Asian vibe to me. So when this was first brought to me, I was like, they fucking made this movie just like two years ago, didn't they? Or was it a book? And then I started looking into more. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, this this is... Wait, this is, is it not a sci-fi movie? I thought a, it was a sci-fi it, movie. It's no, a thriller. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. like... It probably, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It blends, like gen- a, it, it blends genres. It's a like, three-genre uh, film uh, for I sure. Like, I like blending genres. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's a... I guess Tarantino definitely blends genres, but he makes it more evident. But apparently, this one does it very subtly, and I was like, "Oh, okay." It's I just, was so it's disappointed just... in Cowboys versus Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> there was so much potential there. <laughs> I was so excited for that movie. Are you serious? I was so excited. Oh, come on, John Favreau directing. It's got uh, Daniel uh, Craig, Daniel Craig, and Harrison Ford, and there's fucking cowboys fighting aliens. It was like <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Did you go to the theater where you're like, yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm so excited. So oh, okay. Oh, God. I have to admit, I, I've, I, I mean, I've right, never, but... I've never seen the whole movie. I've seen parts of it, and I was just like, actually, is, uh, is, <laughs> can we talk I mean, it's about, not really a genre. Can, I guess it doesn't we... really been genre. But... <laughs> can we talk about, um, Daniel Craig's character? Was he an alien to begin with, or? No, he's a human, but, but he, like, got abducted by aliens and lost his memory, and, and his family got taken away, and, oh. but there were aliens. Other types of aliens. That was Olivia Wilde. She was another type of alien. Oh, where's where, that's right. She wasn't it. Where is Olivia Wilde? I miss her. She uh, directed. She directed. Uh, she's directed stuff. Yeah, I miss her face. That's really. Yeah. You know what? Like, <laughs> I'm noticing that there's a lot of actors who went to school to be directors, and they kind of had to get their foot in the door. Like the Bradley Coopers, Olivia Wilde's. Like you have to get your foot in the door as an actor. And then all they, of a sudden, you find out that like was God, that their planned career path? I don't know. And they, it's also they it, fell into acting by accident, or, trying to direct, well, or like, maybe vice who versa. A superstar. You know Can we bring up uh, gender in here? This is yeah, like, and this is like a whole different conversation. But 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 uh, going back to human nature, like women have that maternal instinct, right? 
I'm pretty sure maybe why we, she stepped back was probably she wanted to focus on her kids and maybe a motherhood. Does she have kids? I believe so. With, uh, 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 was that comedian? Jason Sudeikis. She yeah. does have a kid. Oh, yeah. She was pregnant. So I, that could be another thing too, yeah. That could be uh, that could be put in play. Obviously, I, obviously some males do the, uh, the same thing. They want to, like, I, I'm, I'm fucking positive. Have you ever directed a movie? I think going the other way might be more work after. <laughs> like, if she went from being an actress an actor to a director yeah that's probably more work now being a mother than if you were just the actor <laughs> yeah abs- yeah <laughs> you know well, what i'm saying her, that's her like now she's got to marshal a hundred plus people all day long and no she a- doesn't no directors don't do that really who does no. that 80s do that a- okay director oh. just shows up sits behind the monitor what do you work in movies or something <laughs> waits to hear the roles he called. knows the hierarchy we're all just we're all just layman's over here man <laughs> on, um, on set they don't have to marshal so we'll give instructions, so but ads get the instructions from the from the d's. Yeah, your first. Your if you ever watch stuff that's like a movie, like if as if it, you're watching a movie being made, the guy like yelling and shouting and directing people. That's the first ad. Okay. The director is wearing a headset behind a monitor, waiting for the talking first to AD the producer, to do his job. going blah blah blah, waiting mm-hmm. to be told that they're set, like the scene is set and ready to go. Because yeah. the ad's job is to organize that 100 to 200 people and all those different cogs so that it's ready and he can deliver it to the director and go boom see i rolling. Kind, i kind of thought that when i when i cuz i've been rehearsing or rehearsing re, re researching the different titles of everybody on set cuz mm-hmm. i was like well i don't even know what half of these are sometimes so i was like no your first ad is like the actual boss on set like even direct different i mean di- different directors and ads will have different, different approaches styles. maybe yeah. a manager Managing, leading, sure. Your director, yeah, you're, yeah, they're, they're the ones that are actually like a director will be like, okay, what am I like on my sets? The director turns to me, okay, what are we doing next? Mm. Okay, okay, so, well, well, you're doing this now. Oh, okay. I actually saw that <laughs> firsthand. Uh, I don't know if I told my story about my encounter with Sean Penn. No, you can. Uh, hey, you just dropped a name there. You want to pick it up? <laughs> I I was gonna, I don't remember the last time I was here, but I do remember the last time I was here. There was a Sean Penn story. Uh, was there? I actually. I, oh shit! I'm, I'm treading familiar territory. No. I, and, and when he said you dropped something, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I dropped something. I was, I was about to look in my pocket. I really wanted my, to my head credit. is my head is somewhere else today. Um, South America, South Africa. Fuck. No, I know. Uh, I know. I have your Sean Penn story on on recording. Oh yeah, I actually I, do. I do. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, I uh, like like the nose rocket. He just yeah. launched. Yep. 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 That's exactly the one I have on tape. <laughs> <laughs> the point I was making to uh, the AD and all that it was it was uh, right after he blew his snow uh, his uh, snot rocket. Uh, he went to the AD and it was just like boom boom boom. It was it was just like body language and it was like this. They're just like hammering shit out. It sounded like he was leaning hard on his ad anyways well, especially because he's acting in it as well so yeah, the AD yeah actually probably has to do a lot more than he would normally so it, uh, the yeah the director goes like every, every when it, when you get to set especially on those bigger movies everything a lot of the work's actually already been done all the decisions have kind of already made it's all just kind of fine-tuning at this point because yeah. you can't really change that much once 200 people have done their job there's not much you could change yeah once the machine's in motion so the director will you know they'll they'll talk to the cast they'll 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 talk to the 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 dp organize with the dp what they're going to do and then the assistant director is always there just on full record constantly just like picking every so if the director and the dp are talking like oh yeah well actually we just need the car should probably go there the the 
your AD who's right behind them is already on the radio going, move that car. You know? Move that car. All right, there's a couple more things I want to get into before we, uh, before we get out of here. Um, this, this, new, this new thing of being part of the old guard and shitting on the new blockbuster. Scorsese started it. Right. We all heard Scorsese's rant at the end of the year last year about how Marvel's overtaking cinema. Tarant- I'm, sh- Tarantino. I'm sure he said it, didn't say it like that. Yeah, well, It was actually an essay for like <laughs> the New Yorker. Or yeah, something. It, was, it, was thought, it was a full page it was like op-ed. A, a written, well thought out. He wasn't really saying it was bad. But was just saying I, it wasn't. It's just a um, different style of film. It's not the kind of movie that he makes. Quentin Tarantino is now jumping on the bandwagon saying it's all about blockbusters for pop culture movies and it's not about movies that are ingrained in the fabric of our society that are pulled from. It's just these big over-the-top stories. Um, are we exhausted from seeing that? Do we need to shift back into seeing more story-based movies, less superhero, less over-the-top? Like, I watched Six Underground the other night. I had to turn it off. I was like, there's so much unrealistic bullshit in this movie. And I'm fairly convinced that Michael Bay just likes to, like, he's got a kink for blowing shit up. Uh, like, it, it, that's what's it called, sorry? Six Underground. It's Ryan Reynolds' new Netflix film that oh, he did with it? Michael Bay. It's about six oh. different people on a team of uh, agents trying to take out a warlord. Your first mistake was clicking on a movie that was featured Michael Bay in the title. I'm not against watching a good popcorn movie, but what I'm saying is is that it's true. I've noticed that my tastes at one point I was into stories, I was into ideas, I was into movies that were not all over TV that didn't have big marketing campaigns that you had to search for, like the two copies in Blockbuster. Remember those days where like there was only mm-hmm. two copies of that movie and then like five walls dedicated to the newest movie? Mm-hmm. Now I'm the five wall guy. So I'm wondering if these guys maybe have a point. Yes, they're crotchety and they're old and they're from the old guard. What do you guys think? Like, do you do you think that there should be more storytelling and less, like everything has got to be a big billion dollar well, hit? It, well, it, you know. Yeah, I I I, I don't know. Um, it only but, has to be that because they've spent that much money on making it. <laughs> okay, so but isn't yeah. isn't the magic of film and Hollywood about? doing as much as you can for as little as you can as opposed to throwing as much money like it's like the Yankees the Yankees can buy anybody they want because they've got the fucking money okay. the Red Sox can buy anybody they want were they speaking on, on behalf of themselves because you drop your name I'm Scorsese I'm Tarantino they, they, they can move worlds with their names and their reputation or were they speaking directly for uh, younger directors and producers and, and actors. No, they're they're or... speaking from their opinion of cinema today. I I, I didn't. I've read the articles, but I don't have them memorized. But mm. the paraphrase or the 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 short version, I should say, is that both of them are not anti, but just making a statement that sounds like crotchety old man, but really is about the shape of Hollywood and the films that are coming out now. Coming from them, I have to agree with them, but. The, there's like you don't have to watch blockbusters you can just watch your you know uh, you, there's choices out there uh, and there's and there's different formats and, and platforms to actually watch these more totally. so than 15 yeah. 20 years ago where you're just you had to watch a movie when it came on tv it had, had to watch it censored or you had to go to your local three radio hours stars. instead of two hours because of commercial exactly now it's, it's just like, i think there's more selections now than than ever so i don't really know what there saying. is there isn't there isn't there is more selection but like we're we still because of marketing and money you know we're only shown a small amount of it because i remember in the early 2000s 
there was this those sort of renaissance of those small indie movies that was all character Yeah, based. that's what I'm talking about. And like I probably put the Globe's owner's kid through college by going to the Globe Cinema and Portage Place <laughs> yeah. constantly yes. seeing these little movies. And those little movies, I can't find them. I have Netflix and Crave. Yeah, like <laughs> the, these these really thought out passion pieces are are not in the theaters anymore because the theater game is make a billion, like that that's that's your that's your, you have two days to put yourself on the map, then you want to make a billion, and then you're competing with such big studios that maybe the market is too saturated with these. As great as they are, they have their place. There's nothing wrong with them, but. The real storytelling, like Green Book, for example, okay? That's a good story, not a major blockbuster. Not like like um, uh, Little Miss Sunshine, right? These these quirky movies that have a real awkward, good feel to them don't necessarily make it anymore yeah, I, in the theater. Yeah. They, they get recognized at the awards because you find out about them and you're like, I had no idea they made this, right? For best foreign or best short or best independent. But the theater is packed with nothing but blockbusters. Like you're never going to get your paranormal activity. Uh, you're never going to get your Blair Witch. You're never going to get your Napoleon Dynamite. I, I, I guess I see your point. In the theater anymore. In the theater and then it becoming profitable and it, and it's losing its uh, 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 credibility over time because they tend, to, they tend to, to, to fucking leech off the success of that and the whole original movie is... You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's anyways. That's a whole different point when, when I'm saying. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I I I don't know. I I don't know. It's it's. It, I, uh, speaking as a Winnipegger, I wish there was more independent theaters like like the Globe or Cinematheque, uh, where the yeah, Cinematheque is the only one that's really left that yeah. shows art house. Yeah. Right. Or as my as my favorite word on the podcast, avant garde. Avant garde. I've, I've misused that word three times. I think I nailed it today. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, what do you think? Like, is should should there like uh, do, do you need the movie theater that shows those movies to exist, or do you need the desire from the studios to put those movies into the theater? Like, how do you chicken egg? Like, what do you what do you do first to get a place for? those movies uh, i don't know <laughs> you don't have to you fix the problem today figure it out <laughs> steve <laughs> you need you need uh you know you need studios and financiers to to pay for them because you're not those small movies can't compete you know their marketing budget is tiny compared to like like if uh, Endgame costs what 150 million to make or whatever their marketing budget was at least 150 million dollars yeah just no, to totally. make sure you go and see it now the movie that was made for two million dollars, well, its marketing budget was probably fifty k. <laughs> like, so you're never gonna see it. You're never gonna know it existed. So I guess it's on. What you what you need is you need these big studios, and they're not going to. But you need a big like if you want to shift, then you take that hundred and fifty million dollars and you make ten fifteen million dollar movies instead. Okay, and so that way that way yeah. you have all this because. T- you have this one hundred fifty million dollar movie. That's one director only. That's one DP only. That's one crew only, and that's one cast only working. Yeah, ten fifteen million dollar movies where the stakes are way lower on getting their return back. You now have fifteen directors, fifteen DPs, fifteen crews, fifteen cast that all have are all out there developing their craft, getting made, being seen, and and producing hopefully something that is good. Okay, so it's about using your your budget. To the best of your ability, it, it, for a, for an idea, for a change in it. Yeah, I guess. Okay, 
All right. Um, James Bond has been confirmed by Barbara Broccoli. That's my segue. Barbara Broccoli. <laughs> Barbara Broccoli. That's a great fucking that's, name. That's the, that's the daughter of, uh, of the man who made the entire series himself. Uh, she's confirmed that they will never, uh, and, I, and I want to preface this by saying that I'm happy, but I will explain my stance on it, and I think you guys will agree with me. But she has said that James Bond will always be a man and never be a woman. And she was quoted saying that there are far more interesting roles for women to play than James Bond. Um, I'm happy for this, but that it, it's only because it's got nothing to do with the fact that a woman couldn't play James Bond. I don't. I, I think she could. I mean, the, they played with Money Penny potentially coming in within a couple movies, right? They did it with Casino Royale. Yeah. Quantum Solace was there. Um, but then there was this, there's always that big talk at the end of the James Bond series. Like every five to 10 years, everybody on the planet's like, don't, don't let James Bond be a woman. How dare you let James Bond be a woman? Well, what is James Bond? James Bond is a womanizing alcoholic prick with a gun. You take that away. What do you got? Not a James Bond. You don't have a James Bond. Sorry. So you have to find a woman who wants to play that role. That's not an interesting role today in Hollywood. You, that, that that's not a role that you're you're arrogant you know ignorant sexist fans of james bond are gonna put up with right like you saw it we, we saw it happen with the doctor who when they cast doctor who as a woman there was this huge outcry of like how dare you and it's like fuck you it's doctor who that doesn't matter like it can be anybody and at, at the end of the day james bond is a code name it's not a human being mm-hmm. right it, it, it's just a male code name you could have jane bond for example yeah. right but I guess what I'm getting at here is 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 that um, it, it's do is it? I think we all agree that women need to have roles made for them to showcase their abilities, instead of taking movies that have already existed and trying to insert a female aspect to it. I'm and I'm, and I'm treading lightly here. I, don't, I I I am a firm believer that women need to be in Hollywood as directors and producers. And, and, and have a say in, in the entire industry. But I think going after roles that are predominantly played by men isn't the right way to do it. Well, that's where um, Ghostbusters failed. Of, of, of uh, Fan backlash. Where, fan backlash. And, and let's be honest, the original Ghostbusters was a near-perfect movie. Uh, not every... Not every like, like, like that cast... I love that cast. I love everyone in the movie, but they made garbage as well. But they, it 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 worked. The synergy between them it just worked. it just worked, and they try lightning to replicate that. The, yeah, lightning, lightning in the bottle. Try, they try to replicate that uh, with uh, uh, with, uh, uh, with 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 female leads and all that, just to have those characters like you know uh, the heart of the Ghostbusters, the soul of the Ghostbusters, the brain. And it, it it's just it's just trying to fit. Square peg round hole. A square peg round hole, and it and it blew up in their faces, and they failed. Um, now that's know. not to say that, like, no, no. To my point, uh, what I'm saying is that it's it's how they could have easily done that, Ghostbusters, but they failed. Uh, I, I think, I, I, and I think all those ladies were, were absolutely hilarious, but it was just just how uh, it, it was. It was garbage. It but, was a but, studio but, who's but, afraid that they don't make enough female-dominated pictures, taking yeah. something that's easily swallowable and then inserting female roles into it, which is a shame for the women because they don't get to stand on their own with an original story. 
they don't get to stand on their own with any merit. They're just it's just copying something that let's just not like uh, you know have the solution. Just remove the males and put in the females. Just create their own sort of franchise yes. with female leads. Now I don't have an issue with a woman playing James Bond, but I know damn well what they'll do with it. It will be uh, it it will be like uh, she'll be doing the whole line of like she wouldn't order a martini. She'll be like. Give me a beer. Give me a Guinness, and it'd be like, and yeah, it, it, it's it's just like, and it's in my mind. Who are you trying to prove this to? Like, like I know what they're gonna do with that role, right? And it it, it doesn't, it, it absolutely doesn't work. And besides, didn't they already kind of have these spy movies with powerful female? Yeah, and they're like, great. Like salt, atomic and all blonde, that? salt. That's like they're, they're that's fucking a, great. That's that's fucking James Bond right there. That's a I know. James Bond a, a spy. That, that's your fucking uh, 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 what's his fucking name. Uh, uh, Matt Damon. Uh, uh, Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. Uh, from uh, you know, uh, what's a movie called? What's this? Born. 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 I- Born Identity. <laughs> Born Identity. He'll get it. He'll get it. Yeah. Steve, what do you think of this whole thing? Like, I don't know. Well, <laughs> as a man, <laughs> I think. Mansplain uh, this for us, please. Yeah. <laughs> Listen up. Uh, no, I, I have no idea. I don't care. James, right? I love James Bond, and I'm a, I was a huge fan of James Bond movies. Um, I didn't finish the trailer of this new one. <laughs> it's like, okay. Dan it, dan it, dan it. Okay, okay. It's it's okay. not you. You okay. had me at the 1964 Austin Martin. Right. I will okay. see there, it. There's the machine gun. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, like um, I, I, like like. Case in point, um, I don't have an issue with it, but I know they're gonna fuck it up, and they always fuck. But this, it's the this studio kind of that's up. gonna fuck it up. Exactly. Because it's on them to. It's like. If you just sat down for a minute, sorry. That's fine. No, you know what? Make it, make it, make it a girl. See what happens. Make it, make it a, make it a a personal minority. Idris Elba, these fucking Britain in the 2020s. It's a multicultural country. It is. Anyone, anyone Elba would have. I was, I was, I was so hoping for that. I'm not why I'm not against it being a woman, but if you're going to make it a woman, you've got a lot of character aspects to James Bond that you have to portray if you want your fan base. To, you don't. Well, you, do, you, you make a Casino Royale version that starts off with a woman, so you can you can set all these. You have all the same tropes, right? You need, yeah. You need the gadgets and the car and the action sequences. You can but do you, it, but I don't want a dainty, manner-filled lady. I want I want someone who's broody. I want someone who's tough. And I'm afraid the studio wouldn't do that because they would be afraid to do that. And that's, it can totally be oh. played by a woman, but they would fuck it up because they'd be so afraid to not do be it like, right. That oh, they would. You just, know what? If she's, if they played it up like Sean Connery's James Bond and uh, 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 womanizing, uh, yes, uh, dr- drunkard. It has to be but, all those but, things, but, but a man eater. But if she did it to the extreme, that'd be fucking awesome. But they would do that because they're going to say, oh, James Bond, she's a slut. Fan backlash. Fan backlash, and unfortunately, there's going to be that backlash. I, I myself, I'll fucking love it. I would love that. If it was done that way? Because I'm about the character. I'm not about who can play the character. I'm about the, 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 I'm a purist, is the easiest way to say it. So, give me a woman that can play it. I will champion it. I will stand behind it. But don't short change me on changing it so that it fits a woman's narrative that you don't yeah. even know because it's a bunch of male white male studio heads who are like, this is what women should be right. It's like politicians who are arguing over abortion. How dare you argue over 
what a woman what what you what a woman can do with her body. How which, dare you? Which you, like, fuck. Imagine if that actually is it, it was greenlit. It would have to be a woman director and a woman producer. Like like like, it would have all this. Oh, it, it would be like let us, let us like just let, do let, it. Let, let, Don't make a big just, deal just about do it. it. Just do it. You know, honestly, into the into this, and I always refer back to this movie. You know, the perfect strong female lead. Do you know what movie did it perfectly without fucking hitting your cock over your face and it's like here are you happy now was fucking alien yes fucking alien (laughs) well no the first alien tom scarrett the hero right the the only established actor well there was the other guy uh uh uh, kodo um ian holm uh uh uh, uh, harry dean stanton harry dean stanton Uh, but not like uh, stars but but she ran that fucking show but but um, so it was Tom Skerritt. He's he's the captain of the ship and all that, and he fucking gets. Oh, my favorite scene in the movie. I fucking love that movie. Uh, he that he, he gets fucking killed, and he was like probably the second or third person on that crew to die. Yeah, and I was like, all right, this movie is like okay. I I don't know if it was Ridley Scott's initiative to have like a oh, strong female lead. However, they went about it. It wasn't in your face, and you just do and, it. And I went along with it. And I'm like, yes, I believe it's. She, she 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 fucking ran that ship, but it was it was done organically, organically to, uh, to to fit the narrative of the story, and it wasn't like shoehorned in like a fucking product placement. It was oh, just do it that way, you know? Well, yeah, because now just do it that and, way. And, and and the shitty thing is, is that it's been this way for so long, right? It's been controlled by men. It's been controlled by by powerful men, nonetheless. So yeah, once change happens, it does look like it's in your face. But if you just did it, and then like accented the fact that like like not plastered it but just let everybody know that you put a female director in the chair because you believe in it right you don't even have to argue it. you just believe in it just do it wake up one day and start doing it and people will notice it but yeah. don't advertise that you're doing it because then it takes the sincerity away yeah. of making change happen you know that's well, I, I, but. I, it, welcome to 2020 actually welcome to that welcome to trigger 2020 welcome to the past 10 years to be honest with you uh it's it, it's just it, it's everything's under micro uh, micro uh microscope um uh, i don't know i wish you can go back to be like can we just be ignorant about it and this sort of well like, we need to take away social media to be ignorant. yeah That's i don't problem. i don't know uh steve who's your favorite james bond actor uh uh eh, well yeah, I guess it's Sean Connery. Is it Sean Connery? Okay, going on. Sean Connery, then who? Oh, I guess Pierce Brosnan. Ooh, not Roger Moore. No, I really like Goldeneye. 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 So Goldeneye was a great movie for for what it was. The sort of like pick you back up. This is where we are. New world order. Shit. Yes, definitely. And he had a great what six movies did he get? Brosnan. I, I think he had six somewhere in between. I don't know. Aaron's the. Yeah, Aaron's the James Bond. Uh, what <clears throat> What's your top two? Sean Connery. Not top three. You can have whatever you'd like. Okay, I, I, I changed my opinion. Uh, this actually, right now, I, I think Timothy Dalton was number one. Fuck off! Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 again, every single actor. Well, besides Roger Moore, he kind of sucked. Uh, actually, no, I like Roger Moore. He's he's fucking cheeky, and his, his movies suck. But um, uh, every single actor I like who played James Bond, uh, but uh, but as James Bond, obviously Sean Connery, number one, number one is, uh, in a long uh, like a long shot. But I think number two would be, and I'm probably gonna lean on his movies because I I like what he's putting out. Would be um, Daniel Craig, okay, Pierce Bronson. I'm 
sorry. As, aside from Goldeneye, I think his movies stunk just as bad as Roger Moore's. Tomorrow Never Dies, not a big deal for you, no? It sucked. I'm sorry. Really? I like Goldeneye. That's that's about it. Well, everybody I, likes I, the movie that launches the character, right? No, like, but it's a good movie. It is. It is, but I like it's easy Pierce. to like it because it is the new Pierce Brosnan movie. It's easy to like the new Daniel Craig movie. Okay, Steve, what's that movie? I know we saw it together. What's that movie that Pierce Bronson played, and he played like a... Taylor of Panama. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, shit, you're really throwing me off here. Uh, he, he he plays like a James Bond type of character, but he's like a drunk. Uh, he's, the Taylor he's, of Panama. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the Taylor of oh. Panama. He's, Gregory Rush is in it? Greg, yeah. No, uh, Taylor of Panama. It, it was a comedy. It's all about Jamie the sale Lee of Curtis. the Panama Canal. I'm not talking about that fucking movie. I'm talking about this movie. I really want to know now. Um, all right, hang on. I'll go to the net. You keep talking. Okay, like the keep it friends. The Manador. Yes, the Matador. Okay. Yes, and the Taylor of Panama. And the Taylor of Panama. Was, it, was, it, was that a good movie? <laughs> I like Taylor of Panama. <laughs> Taylor of Panama is great. But Matador and Taylor of Panama, you both played uh, spy esque guys who are kind of either. Matador, right? He was kind of like having PTSD type stuff with it. Yeah. And Taylor Panama, he's just washed up, and you know. But he was a womanizing spy. <laughs> Very much, yeah. So again, they just he just, can't he break just that took role. his he just took his type yeah. and inverted it. Yeah. Um, no, I I I, uh, I think I've had discussions with you, Steve, on Skyfall. I I, I love Skyfall, but the Skyfall. But, but but the but the motivation of the of the main Italian yeah, yeah, was like eh. I don't get how he can do all that stuff but 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 like time a train <laughs> getting blown yeah. up and but getting arrested at the right time so he can shoot up a courtroom but, and but it's a fucking james bond movie sure you are required to suspend much if not all of your disbelief yeah. while watching a james bond movie. i really like scott a lot okay so sean connery daniel craig pierce brosnan is that your final is that your oh three? fuck um I, but i but i do like uh, george lazenby no <laughs> Timothy Dalton. I, I like. See, I I I, I kind of like License to Kill or whatever. What, what's the Living one with like Daylights. Living. I I kind of like the. I like all those movies, and I and I even like. Uh, I, I fucking love. Uh, uh, what's what's that? Uh, I hate Moonraker. Uh, what's the one? Um, the Spy Who Loved Me. I think that's. I think it's one of the better mm-hmm. James Bond movies and yeah. all that. Uh, and uh, Live and Let Die, a killer theme song, and I didn't mind the movie, but it was it 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 it, it took it to be like, oh, this is completely corny. But and I, and I like Roger Moore. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I'm that's con- fine. I'm, conf- I'm conflicted. I, I, but I do know it's Daniel Craig's number two, number one by a fucking mile is Sean Connery. You know? Yes. Yeah. yeah How about you? Uh, Sean. Sean Connery, number one. Uh, Thunderball. Um, what else was there? Gold member. Sorry, gold. <laughs> gold I knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about this all I week. I'm like, gold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> drop an Austin Powers reference. Oh, it's, so, it's, 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 it's so tasty. Gold. So t- smoking a pancake. <laughs> Bong hit in a crepe. Gold. Bong in a blitz. Bong in a blitz. Like Sean Connery was my first. Uh, Roger oh, was? Moore. Oh. He was. Yeah, my he mom was your and, first. Oh, he was wow. my first. Yeah, he was. You gentle. and many others. Yeah, he he wined me with a mar- well. He he martinied me. <laughs> and, I, I uh, think the real Sean Connery would probably just be all brute force. Oh, totally. I don't think he'd take his time. No. He's, yeah. I mean, the I guy don't have time for the shit. <laughs> Get undressed. The guy went on on record in Playboy saying it's okay to hit your wife, and I'm like, I don't know how the fuck he had a career after. It was just that. like uh, she hits me. I hit, I, hit, I hit her seventy-seven. <laughs> exactly. There was probably. No, I yeah. Don't know. Uh, so yeah, Sean Connery, uh, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan. That's my that's my. Order. So, so, say that again, Sean. Sean. <laughs> Sean I forget Sean we're doing Connor. a. Po- I, Sean I, I sometimes I forget we're doing a podcast here. 
<laughs> That's fine. You're supposed to. Uh, Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And Casino Royale, just because, I mean, it was it was yeah, a genius. It's a very good movie. It's a very good movie, and it was a very good way to reboot the series by taking the worst-made James Bond, redoing it properly, and, and essentially using the first well, 15 minutes of the film to show that he had just become a double O agent, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to have two kills under your belt and he's in the room with that one guy and mm-hmm. no bullets in the gun and it's all black and white like that. That whole aspect to going from black and white to color, I thought was really cool. Too. Yeah, that was like cool. it was, it was a, it was like a nod to the old and going to the new who and directed that one. Uh, the Canadian guy, the Canadian guy uh, who did do South. <laughs> um, he did crash. Oh no! Oh, He's, uh, he did the Black Donnellys. I'll find TV it show. Olivia Wilde's in like all his shit. He directed that. Um. Well, he, he may have wrote it. I don't know who directed it. Oh, oh okay. Right well, maybe he did write it. Uh, Martin Campbell. Yeah, no, he wrote it then. Oh, yeah. who wrote it? Vertical Limit, Goldeneye, <laughs> no, Mask but who, of Zorro. Who, who's the guy's name who wrote it? Oh, I'll tell you right now. So, um, Neil Purvis. Neil Pert, no. Neil Purvis, and Robert Wade screenplay. What drummer for? There's four people for credited. Hang on, no, no. Paul Haggis. Paul Haggis. There uh, you go. That's who you thought it was. I just love Do South. So <laughs> Crash in Due the South Valley was my shit growing up. Do South was the shit. It totally was. <laughs> I'm going Do South. That's the way I'm headed. Do. Uh, favorite James Bond movie, Aaron? Out of them all. Uh. uh I think we I, we talked uh, in, in circles with this. So I, is it Skyfall? And I, no, no. And I try to convince myself maybe there's a better one, but I, I always go back to Goldfinger, uh, and, and and it goes back to some my cozy childhood of, of watching with my dad and him yep. him watching in theater in '64, and 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 that rubbed off me. And it's Sean Connery, and it's Sean Connery. At his best, the, st- the greatest villain, young, the, the greatest, full head of hair. A silly motive, yeah. uh, just, just that, like the alignment of the time and that character, and the, in the, in the self, um, um, it knew what it was, and, and it wasn't trying to be anything else. Yeah, it, it, his it was run just, was very, yeah, it was like these are the movies we're making. They're silly. They're it, over the but, top. But, 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 but the thing is, it was just like it was ramping up to that. In, in, in Thunderbolt, like uh, like the first Doctor No was okay, it's pretty good. Set, uh, Wrestler with Love, fucking killer movie, and then Goldfinger is, like, and then Thunderbolt was slightly, uh, I think Wrestler Love is better than Thunderbolt. But anyways, what I'm saying is like they peaked to me, definitely Connery peaked with uh, Goldfinger. Um, I, I can't say for the entire series, but for me, uh, yeah, I think it holds holds up for the greatest Bond movie and the greatest Sean Connery. John's James Bond movie for sure. How about I, yourself? Thunderball, just because the sharks. Yeah, <laughs> swimming underwater, scuba suits like that. Fuck. Uh, who is the uh, Who is the villain again? Uh, no, a Largo or something. Yeah, Lar- Lar- Fuck, Largo. Was it? Wasn't it? It was in the Caribbean. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, you got a favorite that sticks out? Uh, Doctor No. Doctor No. Yes. First one. Um, before we go, I got one final question. I wanted to save this for the end. Uh, who do we think out of the crop of young actors, male or female, doesn't matter, that's going to have that De Niro, Pacino status in 20 years? Like, who's killing it now that we're going to be like, yep, that, like they're just going to be infamous. They're, 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 like, DiCaprio's There's... now in his mid-40s or almost 50, and 
Like he's cemented himself. So who are we thinking? The, I I've two. I gotta look up one guy's name though. Yeah, go he ahead. Plays those actors. Uh, the first one's Adam Driver. Yes, a lot of people are saying um, Adam Driver's got the chops. My phone to... just froze. Oh, there we go. And the oh, man, it's horrible because I don't know his name, but he's in so much shit. He's in Get Out, but he's the guy that first gets kidnapped that actually says Get Out. Oh, oh where he, the real self comes out. Yeah, for a second, and my I can't. Even I know who it. you're talking about. <laughs> my phone just died on me. Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> yeah, he's in everything, he man. Is and now, he's, and you don't even recognize him. What's he? Sorry, sorry. Uh, like, 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 what's he's done? Okay, yeah, he's gonna he? read the credits. Sorry to bother you. Which is like, but the he's, he's always a universe. supporting character. Yes. But he's always just like a chameleon. Like, boom. Huh. He's in Selma, Death Note. Voices. He voices in BoJack Horseman, Knives Out, Uncut Gems. Okay, uh, the girl in the spider web, which is one of the uh, mm-hmm. girl with the dragon tattoo books. Um, Random acts come Sunday. Atlanta. Atlanta. He's mm. one of the main characters in. Like he's really a big up and comer. Like yeah. he's gonna be all over the show. Did you see Knives Out, Aaron? Oh, actually, I like Knives he's Out. The, yeah. He was the the one of the two detectives, the African American detective. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, I'm I'm confusing him who 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 plays uh, the Falcon uh, in uh, in uh, yeah, Avengers. Yeah, it's not the Falcon. It's not. No. No. Okay. Okay. I'm, conf- I'm confusing him with that. I, yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Anthony Mackie is who you think. Yeah, he's good. I, I like Anthony Mackie. Oh, I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. It starts it ends with Mackie. Um, no, I think Anthony Mackie's somebody else. Oh. Uh, I know it's Anthony though. Uh, hang on here. I'll tell you. I can't let that one sit. Um, Avengers. Did you see Knives Out, Steve? No, and I know it. I, I the trailer didn't make it look good to me, and then it got all these rave reviews. Then my my mom saw it, and she had she hated it. And like my mom doesn't really, we don't really talk movies a lot, but she was like making all the like, do not see it. It's the it's it's really? just this stupid monologue for the whole thing. Don't even do, Daniel Craig has this dumb accent, and all he does is talk, and you just don't want him to talk anymore. By the end, I was like, oh, she was she was like oh. my like she would disown me if I was to see it. I think, but uh, everybody like it made two hundred million. I think it it. it I'll be cost a, thirty million. Oh, also make. Ryan Johnson. This is kind Johnson. of his comeback. And that's where he fuck. Like, that's his shit. That's his. That's his lane. Um, I I'll be honest. The trailer sucked, and yeah, I, it did. I didn't want. I honestly didn't want to watch the movie, and I and not uh, my girlfriend. And you told me you enjoyed it. I I went okay. Essentially, I went in with no expectations, and I ended up like that was pretty good. I I, I kind of like those murder mystery clue type of. Um, type of stories uh with with multiple characters and like plot twists and blah 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 i uh, steve i give it a solid eight out of ten okay okay uh we started watching it then something got in the way and we just stopped um uh-huh. but it is anthony mackie i was right anthony mackie plays uh, falcon in uh avengers that, okay well um, the rest of the guys have, have taught me that i need to double check myself and now that i have i'm uh-huh. like right for once uh, Steve, who do you? Uh, sorry, we already got you, Aaron. Who do you think is oh. is going to be a fucking killer in twenty years? Uh, this is off the cuff. Yeah, in twenty years. Well, not twenty. In the next, like, let's say ten. Ten's a long time for your career. You can yeah. get a lot of. I. But who's going to have that staying power? That's going to be in Hollywood royalty. This is that. Well, my this is my this is. I. It's probably not going to happen. Um. But um, I I I don't know if it's going to happen anymore. But I had high hopes for this guy. Uh, um. What's his name? Oscar Isaac. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah I, 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 I like Oscar Isaac. I really liked him. I, I saw him in, uh, what's that fucking, um, 
the 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 driver movie driver is it um uh, with yeah the, yep is, is that that his, yeah that's like his that's where i first noticed him because he did this great thing oh. where, where he's where he's threatening threatening but not threatening Rango. it's like, like uh thank you so much for taking care of my wife so and kid while I've been yes, wife. so you know my yes. wife yeah it's such a great scene like you're a good neighbor you know what i mean you're a good neighbor yeah, yeah. No. And, 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 and he's smiling the whole way through, but it's like, oh yeah, he's no, no. Gonna... It was just, it was that moment. I was like, yes, yeah, I remember. Yes. That. I love that movie for a million different reasons, and I love that scene. Yeah, yeah, that movie's a fucking great movie. Uh, uh, Os- Oscar Isaac, uh, the, the the Star Wars thing is sort of putting um, a stop to that, I think, um, with fucking shitty dialogue and all that. But uh, I, I I still have hope for him. He's great in Ex Machina. Ex Machina would be another one. I think yeah. he's got... Is it like, Machina? Have we confirmed that? Because I always called it Machina. Ex, well, Deus Ex Machina is the term. Okay. Yeah. Like, so then, like all right. saved from God or whatever. All right. Or um, God and the machine. Or Annihilation. Even though he had like a bit part in Annihilation, he was the soldier oh, yeah. who came back across the that, that yeah. really weird force field that they were all trapped in. Yeah. Also, he uh, he kind of reminds me of Pacino. Like, he does remember talking about, like, that those people, that those legendary status. Uh, he just has a, you know, he's got the Pacino features and all that. Um, What's another actor? No, just one. That's fine. I, I just, I, I really just have him. I, actually, you know what? Do you know what? Like, like okay, too. <laughs> you're talking about Get Out. Mm-hmm. Okay, who was... um. Uh, the TSA agent? Uh, us? The father and us. I know who you're talking about. I'll bring it up. Uh, is I haven't Winston seen Winston Duke? I think his name is Winston I Duke. I, I, I'm a I, horrible person. I liked him. Uh, maybe it was his character, but uh, I, I like I, like he... I don't know. He kind of reminded me of Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Winston Duke. It's actually the guy who played in Black Panther. He was um, he was the, guy, the guys who read the rhinos. Do you remember? They like disowned oh. Black Panther, and then they came back at the end to help him fight. They were also in oh, Endgame. he was yeah, he's he was the leader. Duke, yeah, he was the leader of that clan. So Duke, uh, I got a yeah, um, Duke Winston Duke is his Winston name. Duke. Yeah, M Baku is who he was in Black Panther. Oh, okay, Endgame. yeah. No, I liked him in Us. Actually, I liked Us. Uh, Us was a surprisingly was good, good yeah. movie. Yeah, I fell asleep and then had to check online how it ended, but I was like, "That's crazy!" Alternate it universe kind of lost alert. me toward the end, but like, I, I, I cared about that family, and I, and I, like the whole movie, I was on the edge of my seat. I was just like, <laughs> I, it, it was good. Yeah, no, it's it really um, fucked with you. I, I, I have a few more actors in my head, but I just, I just can't think of their names. That's uh, okay. I, I have uh, high hopes for. Quite a bit of factors. So. I have uh, my picks: Taron Egerton, Eggsy from, uh, well, oh. uh, most recently Elton John from Rocket Man. I think that whole performance has—he's got a toolbox of skills that is going to take him very, very far. Like going going from really not being like nothing, really, to yeah. uh, hang on, what? Uh, Oh, sorry. I was thinking Tom Hardy. Yeah, no, not Tom Hardy. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, that would be my third. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. like they're both from the UK, but I mean, so, so sorry. I, I, I was just trying to think of his name, and I was just like, yeah. Like he's he's done some stuff. Like he was in Legend, uh, Eddie the Eagle. He was in the Robin Hood remake, which I, I, I mean, everybody's got to do a studio picture, you know, one yeah. for one for art, one for commerce, but Kingsman is really where he blasted, but then doing rocket man, he got a globe for rocket man. He sang in the movie. So anybody who I, anybody who sings in a movie, I feel has seriously good acting chops. Cause that's stepping out. That's patting your head and rubbing your tummy on camera to me. Right. Cause mm-hmm. you were trained to be an actor. 
now you're learning how to do a skill that takes just as much time or more to be an actor and and you're you're condensing that for a role so that to me is i have i'm i'm pretty biased when it comes to uh uh bios especially with musicians i fucking hate them all well everybody always has something to say because there's a lot of people out there who may have been on tour or were part of the record company or whatever that know the real story and then there's the version that gets to camera and i mean bohemian rhapsody first came under fire for the fact that sasha barone cohen wanted a really racy edgy version of the story get and queen his, wanted to get, protect yeah, his yeah. legacy and not make it all about pretty mercury being gay it's about a band it's not about the gay member of the band right yeah. as much as that has a huge impact on on the career that's not the way it was supposed definitely to definitely the music that. as well right like uh, yeah like uh actually i think if, if it just focused on freddie mercury alone how he how to protect his image and and uh, and, and like there's a huge story there, but it's there, there's a story right there. Fuck the music. I hate I hate I really hate Queen by the That's way. Fine. I hate the music. Um, uh, but there's but talented musicians. But whatever. I've been talking about music since our day. I have my opinions. Uh, uh, but I think Freddie Mercury a, a, a Freddie Mercury story would have been better. Uh, I, I sure I, I couldn't I couldn't sit through that whole movie. It was terrible. I hated it. I yeah no I mean it. It it felt rushed. It felt like printed and you know packaged and get off the line as oh, soon as possible. Shit! I, I just thought of not, uh, the actor who played um, uh, Mr. Robot, uh, Romy Malik. He's Ramy. Uh, he'd, 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 he'd be four on my list. I number four. Have, number I four on your list. I like him. Well, we'll see what he does in No Time to Die. I mean, he's the yeah. Bond villain. Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, we yeah. we didn't pick any actresses. No, we didn't. <gasps> oh We're fuck! Horrible. Yeah, well, thank you for segueing. Uh, no, no, no. That's fine. Um. I, we, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you have my questions? Oh um, no, I don't. But I was thinking, I was, I was thinking about it. And although I haven't seen much with any of these two, but Jessica Chastain, I thought was always really great. Yes, she especially is. in Zero Dark Thirty yeah. and um, Eli Ellie Fanning. Yeah, he, but I haven't seen her in forever. Yes, no. Um, what she was in something recently? Oh, like, oh, once, once upon a time, once, yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood. No, no, I'm thinking of Dakota Fanning. You're thinking, yeah, yeah, never mind. She played uh, a Squeaky in the mm-hmm. as one of the uh, disciples in Madison. Uh, Jennifer Madison. Lawrence is is my pick, and it's only because she's proven herself. Like Silver Linings Playbook, Hunger Games, she's got range. She's mm. got like even stuff like Red Sparrow, the, the the Russian ballerina spy movie, which Steve realized when we watched that one trailer. Was, yeah. was that no? I don't think it was you. I, no, oh, yeah, we you were, were we watched. Um, uh, um, Black Widow trailer. Yes, and it was just Red Scarlet with Red Sparrow Red dubbed Sparrow, over. Like yeah. a, that's all it was. Like someone oh, made a Red trailer. Sparrow and Born. Yes, oh, mixed okay. together by some off cuts of I don't know. I uh, I can't wait to see Jennifer Lawrence get and like I didn't see. Did you guys see Mother? Did no. anybody? No. Uh, oh, um, yeah. I I went on a date. Oh, it was a first ooh, date to see that movie. That's the worst movie to see. Oh yeah, never go. I tried on a date talking to her out. I tried talking her out of it. I, I think she had a whole a different pers- a different uh, uh, perspective of what is what it was going to be about. And uh, yeah, didn't <laughs> that movie combined with not knowing somebody? Yeah, I've I went I went on a first date once to go see Closer, which is a movie all about infidelity. <laughs> 
for first like uh, uh, Jude Law. Oh, I'm thinking. Clive of, Owen. I'm thinking of Shame. Yes, even yeah. <laughs> Shame's about sex addiction. Closer's about infidelity. I mean, those those are the worst movies to see on a first date. But you don't go and see a movie on a first date. We've talked about this before. Uh, we did talk about uh, 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 Elizabeth Moss. If if I were yeah. if, yes. I, if I were to have a female in there, I uh, only because of uh, I, I like her body of work, but I really liked her character in Mad Men because that was essentially it's still me. She's mousy. No, no, no. She just always I I he relates. Oh, I okay. re- I relate to her role and her position because Aaron's a designer. Not so much now, in but in, 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 in the marketing <laughs> agency. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I resonated with the, that character a lot, and uh, the way she portrayed it was funny. And he also great. gets passed up for his looks and sexuality <laughs> for promotion. <laughs> I uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, now's a better time to end than ever. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming over this week it's been a while since both of you guys were in here so i i was looking forward to this a lot because this is where the whole idea of the podcast started was our you know dinners at smitty's eating chicken wings talking about everything and anything cinema and movie related so i'm I much appreciate it uh for anybody out there who's tuning in for the first time uh if you want to reach out to us and send us an idea for a show or you want to talk to some of us on the show about what we've argued, we're more than willing to engage with the public, you can email us at therealdebaters at gmail.com. That's R-E-E-L, debaters at gmail.com. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram being the big three. Either search The Real Debaters on Facebook or at Real Debaters on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there. We play some fun games online and argue the same shit in real life as much as we can. As much as Instagram is real life, I guess. Who knows anymore? Uh, besides that, I've been Michael Petro. To my left is... Aaron. <laughs> and... Steven. Oh, you guys, you need to come over more often. And we're out. <laughs>